Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Tuesdays with Movies. Um, this is our brand new podcast we're doing. Uh, we got uh, myself, Dave Haga. I'm from the Four Geeks in a Microphone podcast. I'm joined by Dave Moyer and Hello. Rob Hess. Hello. Moyer, you might uh, know, is also from the Four Geeks in a Microphone Nobody podcast. Nobody knows me from that. Um, it'd be the, about the only thing they would know you from. <laughs> so we're here to talk about movies that we've been seeing. Uh, we're going to try to do this every week or every couple of weeks. Uh, we haven't quite nailed down the schedule on this yet. Um, and today's first episode, we're going to be talking primarily about Terminator Genesis, uh, the movie that we just saw uh, this last... Genesis. <laughs> brought to you by Sega. Gen- um, Terminator. Yeah, Gen. Gen. Yes. Um, and we're going to also touch on uh, probably the biggest movie of the summer, which was Jurassic World. Probably and the biggest movie of the summer? It might have been. I don't know. Probably. Um, it the probably will be the biggest movie of the summer, yes. Probably. And we're also going to be uh, talking about some other stuff, uh, like the next movie we're going to go see, uh, which I believe is going to be Minions. Yep, um, should be. And, you know, some other stuff. We're going to be in a theater. We're going to be three 30-year-old guys in a theater surrounded by, like, hundreds of five-year-old kids. It won't be weird at all. Like, <laughs> uh, No, because there'll be at least five other 30-year-old men in there, too, who are much more nefarious than we are. Uh, I didn't know Brian was going. <laughs> <laughs> I said 30-year-old men, not 90-year-old men. True, true. Um, so, uh, anyway, to start this off, we're uh, one of the things we do with our 4 Geeks in a Microphone podcast is we do a movie draft. So, we figured we'd just take a little bit of time at the beginning and touch upon where things are at in the movie draft as of uh, last weekend. Um, Let me pull it up so I can... for the yeah. rest of us. Yeah. Let me pull it up so I can start crying here. So, uh, so far... Uh, Steve is definitely in the lead. He took he just took it and ran away with it. It's not um, even how far like throw out some numbers where he even he's, was last weekend. As of, as of the last time I updated uh, the numbers, he was at eight hundred and twenty million dollars. Um, whereas the next runner up, was which me. was Moyer, he was only at four hundred and seventy six million dollars. So almost almost four hundred four hundred dollars four hundred <laughs> million dollars difference. Like, before we move on, like, I know we've had a lot of problems with Jurassic World and what that's done and, you know, how it did so. But even if Jurassic World would be doing normal numbers, Steve's still winning this thing. He yeah. would be, but there'd be, it'd be, there'd be a chance for other people to win it in the end. Whereas, that's not real likely now. It's pretty like, much Steve's world and we're living in it. It's Steve's <laughs> Jurassic World and we're living in it. Yeah. Like, let's say, okay, we thought Jurassic World was going to do maybe 250, right, at the high but end? That, that's what I thought it was going to do. I, I talked with Steve not that long ago. He said mm-hmm. that his hopes were at, at a high point of 400 million. Hope. Well, well, okay. You know, My that, hopes Avengers 2 would have done a billion. I would have hoped that, but obviously. Yeah, but so, I mean. So it wasn't realistic. Most of us had more. It re- was, apparently. Most of us had more. <laughs> Down to Earth goals for Jurassic World. We saw the tra- the trailer. Wait, for you it. have Steve at nine hundred and forty six million dollars last Sorry, weekend. Nine hundred and forty six. Nine hundred and forty six million dollars. I'm second place at five hundred and four million dollars, which is four hundred almost four hundred and fifty million dollars difference between Steve and number two. Sorry, I was looking at an out of date. Update. You were. Which um, that was better. Let's go back to those numbers because the new numbers are even worse. Um, but then it's followed by me. Uh, I have uh, $396 million. I'm just about to break the $400 million mark. And I have Ant-Man coming out, so I, I'll yeah, make a gonna, little bit gonna, off of that. You're going to take. In, you're gonna be in second uh, once that happens. Mm, I don't think so. Magic Mike 
did nothing. Like, I was hoping that movie would make, oh, I don't know, 80, maybe? It's... You're half. You're a third quarter fair, of the way there. Moyer did his part. He has seen it ten times. So I mean, it's That's got my money, but it, it Magic Mike did not do nearly what I thought it was going to do. Th- considering how much hype it's had, considering how uh, popular Channon Tatum, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum. I didn't think there was is. that much hype for this movie. He was out doing a whole lot of promotional stuff, it though. Yeah, probably like it wasn't very good. Uh, and especially the opening day or two was really good, yep. but then apparently all the people that wanted to see the movie saw it, and nobody else went to go see it. Because yeah. now I'll be happy if it even hits 50. They're all seeing Jurassic World still. I yep. don't think it'll even hit 50, but... Yep, and then Rob, who probably has the best chance of even catching up to Steve, well, if not overpass, you know, overtaking him. He still Before does. Terminator came Terminator on. didn't help. Well, now, <laughs> I need, now I need 400 for Mission Impossible. Um, but... <laughs> Rob is at $234 million uh, so far, which is, you know, for only having really two movies. And, and not out. my major movies. Although, to be fair, I thought Terminator would be one of my yeah. better movies. It's, yeah. It has not performed as of yet. No, and we're going to talk a little bit about Terminator yeah, later yeah, as later to why on, it maybe didn't. And we'll, we'll probably say that, but like even this week, and we're only halfway through this week, but it was like fourth place, wasn't it? Yesterday? Uh, yeah, I think it was third or fourth. I say it was fourth, which is not actually. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was fourth because Minions took number one, followed by I think Jurassic World and Inside Out. It still has a. Ton, it still has and the most theaters, though. It does. So I'm hopeful that it's going to get a big Saturday. I'm hoping for a big Saturday, a decent Sunday, maybe make up a little bit. Of well, that round. and well, at least the weather in this area hasn't been all that great, so people might be going to see movies more than they're they going rain, outside. They say so. rain today. Is maybe. Isn't that almost worse that it has more theaters than Jurassic World and? Uh, well, no, no. It's almost like it has almost the exact same amount of oh, theaters okay. as Jurassic World. Okay. But other other movies that have come out recently, it's got quite a bit more. Yeah. And then in last place is Thank Brian. God. <laughs> Thank God for Brian. Who who has managed to completely screw himself over in every way, shape, or form to the point where Minions, which is going to do a ton of money. Is not going to help dig him out of movie. out of last place. I mean, because even right now, even assuming Minions does like some ridiculous number, like four hundred and fifty million dollars, <clears throat> there's no Which way that he can get past where not. you are going to end up. Because you're already at five hundred million. Yeah, you tack on even another four hundred million. I just don't see any way he, he doesn't finish last. Yeah, I just don't see it. Thank God for Brian. That way, let's all let's all thank Brian right now for for taking it in the shorts, basically. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Yes, thank you, Brian, for coming in last. <laughs> and uh, what was, wait, how did Brian do the? Well, okay, Brian is doing this badly because one, he spent forty-one dollars on Mad Max, Mad Max, which was it was an awesome movie. Yeah, but very, it was not movie. worth forty-one dollars. I mean, it, in, in my opinion, it's probably one of the best movies of the year so far. Okay, it's it's, argu- it's, it's arguably <laughs> one of the best movies of the year so far. Easily, sure. But it's not a big money maker. Like it just never was gonna be. It's it's an older franchise. A lot of people had not even seen the first. Didn't know movies. about it much. Didn't know about it. That being said, though, 143 million just in the U.S. is nothing to sneeze at. No. It's definitely made its money. It, just didn't it, make his money. It didn't yeah. make the 41 dollars worth of the money he was hoping. And about. I think worldwide, it's actually done pretty decent. Like, I think it's at least doubled that amount. Yeah. But so, like, the movie itself has made money. I don't think anybody, like, no producer is looking at Mad Max going, ugh. But we're just saying, it's, why did he spend $41 million and do that? Because it was never even going to see half of that. We'll find out when we tie him to a chair, Clockwork Orange style, and make him watch some god-awful movie. If only Steve could have gotten it for 40 <laughs> 
Yeah, if only Brian had just quit bidding. <laughs> but I think we were egging on Steve to quit bidding to kill, to was, get Brian out of the no, draft. That at was that on point. minions. Is when we tried to do because Brian would have been and Brian ended up getting it. Yeah. So it worked out. But so especially with being a rated R movie, that's the problem. Is like as good as your doesn't audience matter, is yeah, just cut Doesn't down. matter how good a rated R movie is. There's there's a definitive cap on that. Uh, that's not entirely true though. Because Ted, the original Ted, which was okay, an R-rated you're comedy, right, you're right. did ridiculous. I think, I think it did twice what. Yeah, I think it did I twice what Mad Max did, or something like you're right. that. You're right. Okay, you're right. But that's that's an aberration more than anything else. So, um, but yep, Brian's gonna lose. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so at least the rest of us don't have to worry about that. We just have to worry about being second or third now, because first is way, way, way. Out of uh, out of eyesight at this point, and that doesn't even count. Steve still has Pixels coming out. Yeah, which and that movie unfortunately I think is going to do a hundred plus million. It at probably this point. will. It's got enough big names in it. It's it looks horrible. It would have to surprise me though to be good. I'm no, sure, not to be good. I guess it could be good, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be anything amazing. But it's we'll got enough guess, big names know. in it. The fact that like it's gonna it's gonna pull down a hundred million. So the trailers just don't. Like they've had what three trailers now, and they're basically all. They've, just, they've only had really two trailers. There's a, I thought I saw a new one now on TV. I think there's a. Third oh, there, one there's that came there's out. there's the TV spots so, which are okay. slightly different. But they've, yeah. they've they've updated it, but it doesn't. It, every time a trailer comes out, it doesn't look better. Steve is gonna pass a billion dollars this weekend. There's no way he doesn't. So, and Pixel still has to come out. Uh, you know, I would. I don't know. He. He should pass a billion. He should pass a billion dollars this, this weekend. weekend. He's yeah. only fifty million dollars away from. He's probably already over a billion, like just with the normal. Our only day. hope is that some of my movies outperform even my my best <laughs> expectations. And Pixel still has not come out. So do we think Steve hits twelve one point two billion dollars? Maybe. Um, it. I mean, it, it very well could happen that way. One point two was what I thought I could hit if I got. Solid numbers from all my movies. And that was kind of the best best case. Well, one of your movies is doing good. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect did did well. I I got what I wanted out of that. I got yeah. it was a great value. More than what you wanted out of it. Problem is, well, Genesis. Well, how do you know? I wanted a billion out of it. We talked about this. Yeah. Now, all my movies. Yeah. Good. Genesis, which we'll talk touch on. That's the one that I need to get a nice kick in the pants. Yeah. All right. So. No. Um, so enough about the movie draft and where we're at right now. Um, we'll try to do this every every time we do this. We'll try to do an update like this too to let people know how far Steve is. How ahead. far Steve he is ahead of yeah, everybody else. I am even <laughs> positive, positive. Um, so let's move on to Jurassic World. Jurassic World was a movie that really came out of nowhere and yeah, surprised pretty much all of us. Yep. Well, all of us. Every, apparently, it surprised everybody but Steve. Everybody on this planet. Well, surprise, like I said, except for, except Steve. for Steve. When I, when I talked to Steve, he was surprised because he was thinking high-end estimates were about $400 million. So he was basically thinking that Jurassic World was going to do what your Avengers 2 ended up doing. The movie's And that's where he thought he was going to be with that movie. The fact that it's doubled almost what he thought, um, or almost, yeah, over doubled what he thought. I mean, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't prepared for that. No, I mean, the movie's own producers... At the high end, we're hoping for two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's not just like no random people on the internet. Like the people who made the movie, were hoping for two hundred fifty. So let's look at this movie and let's kind of look at what what the movie did and why it maybe succeeded as well as it did. There's a lot because there's a lot of contributing factors that 
helped this movie along. First and foremost was the movies that came out the week before were not all that great. The week before Jurassic World, it was Entourage, Insidious, and Spy. Okay, Those sure. Were the, so none of them were great, stupendous, although like amazing movies. To be fair, Spy is very. It's been getting very, very received. I saw it. It's quite good, and it's universally accepted being good. But it's still a comedy. Yeah, comedy so ceilings are very low. So it, you know, so there wasn't a lot there. Jurassic World had the weekend it came out all to itself. There was no competition directly and, going up against it. I mean, and that really helped like kick it off. Plus, I mean, if you take out. Because there's a lot of stuff about that you can complain about in this movie, but if you take out and we will, if yeah. you take out a lot of the stuff that people didn't like, the fact that it's just it's an action movie with Chris Pratt, Dinosaurs. who is super like a hot super hot property oh, right now huge. because of Guardians of the Galaxy and the stuff he's done outside of Guardians of the Galaxy. What is it? Parks and Recreation and some other yeah, stuff. Rack, yep. He's extremely popular, so he brings people in. And it's dinosaurs. And it's not cheesy-looking dinosaurs either. Either They are, for the most part, some really good-looking special effects dinosaurs. And I, know, I think you guys maybe disagreed with me a little bit, but that trailer where you see the big crocodile dinosaur come up out of the uh, water park like Shamu and eat the shark, that got people going for this movie. Like that Apparently got me going did. for this. Movie. I mean, it, 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 it must have. It didn't for me. It didn't do anything for me. The but trailers never blew me away. No. I never thought they were anything like anything special. I thought they kind of looked funny. Like I didn't know the context of Chris Pratt like riding a motorcycle with three raptors surrounding him. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, see, and that's another scene. I I looked at that and I went, okay, this looks like it could be really really cool because obviously they they've trained the dinosaurs. I'm, you know, so I think that scene was good. I will say that's one where you look. That's kind of cool. Like yeah. he's teaming with these dinosaurs. I want to know why this is happening. Yep, so I, w I was like, like from the first preview, I was pretty much into this movie, but I was kind of with the producers. I was like 250, maybe sure. 300 million. Yeah, you know? the high end. Like, um, that's what you were thinking. Well, that, but that's, that's, but that's then where, there's... That's then, where we were at as a group, because yep. uh, Steve got it for $31, which yeah. is where we ended the bidding. We thought, nope, it's not going to do better than that. That's where we all stopped. That's where I stopped. Nobody else... You were out of money. Brian was pretty much out of money. Thanks for reminding me. You were... Like saving your money, so it was really just me going trying to bid him up on that, and I didn't think it was going to do enough to warrant 30, more than thirty one dollars. No. But that being said, the movie itself was just like after seeing it twice, it was just not that good. Not that good, you know. It's okay. It's not it a bad is. movie, but it's just it's it's yes. okay. It's fine. It's not like they're it's, like they're, they're It's one of those movies that you know I could pop on on a Saturday, sure. sit down, you know, have playing in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Occasionally look over and go, oh yeah, I remember that. That was that was a good part, you know. But there's so much of this movie that just it doesn't make sense, or it's depending on who you talk to, it's offensive. You know, there's a ton of there's a ton of stuff in this movie that is going against it. Yet the fact that it's still raking in money People week after week after week, like not at all. they, they just, just want to see the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like there are a lot of problems with this movie, which we're gonna get into. But like. It, doesn't matter apparently well i mean let's get into it you know one of the big problems i had with the movie that i know a lot of people had was um uh bryce dallas howard's character running through the jungle in high heels which is just nope it's a stupid idea it like strip out all the feminist you know comments strip out all of the you know you know this is anti-women you know yeah no whatever just, strip that just all away basic thing it's sure. a stupid idea to run through sense. the jungle in heels 
because I've seen people run through jungle in combat boots sure. and trip and fall and get hurt. Yeah, we're, we're talking the jungle. Yeah. It's not just a flat plane like we got branches we got leaves we got vines and like even that side you're you're getting chased by dinosaurs (laughs) that are very fast and you're not going to be able to run that fast in heels that's just not feasible yeah on top of it it's not like in the movie there are several points in the movie where it would have been very easy for her to grab some different footwear like anything else there was several instances where that she there was a little break in in, in, in the, the action. action. Plus, and how about a little product placement? She runs in a Footlocker quick, grabs some tennis shoes. Right, like, I'm sure this. they probably had. We a can make some more money. They, they had they had a Jimmy Buffett ma- Margaritaville there. Why couldn't they have had a Footlocker? I just something. And she chose. You know, the defense for that was that oh well, you know, she chose to the do that herself. That doesn't mean we should let her do that. <laughs> no, that doesn't no. mean it's okay. Somebody should have told the actress that uh, no. It looks fucking ridiculous in the context of the movie. Put some shoes on. Yeah, like, I come mean, on. you know, skirt aside, I mean, because running in a skirt, I'm sure, also isn't the easiest or most okay. comfortable thing to do. But take off your shoes because, if need be, you can hike the skirt up and yeah, take like, off running. I get even if you're short on time, like that's fine. I'm not expecting you to change your entire wardrobe, but like, there's tons of dead people around. Grab a pair of boots or something. Like, yeah, it, it's I. So it doesn't make sense. It does. It's it's ridiculous, especially at the point at the end where they kind of, the camera kind of focuses on her high heels when she's at the cage of the oh, T Rex. the T Rex, and she's and running. She's away. out running. She's out running a T Rex in high heels. That can run. They, they, you know, based on the first movie, it can run up to about thirty miles like, an hour. And literally, she was so close to the yes, monster to the T Rex. He could have taken it was two step. or three steps, and he would have caught yeah, it. Just it's it's so ridiculous. So and the, it's a minor point, but that just tells you how many problems we have with this yes. movie. Is that this is we're starting with this because there's so much more to go. At no point somebody said that that was a bad idea. No. Probably my biggest complaint about the movie is the scene where they are first introduced to Indominus Rex. Yes, I think up until that point we're fine. Nothing. There's really, yeah, nothing's all. Yeah, nothing's real it's big. all good. Not a big deal. Even even the scene where the the new guy falls into the uh, into the training pit with the Raptors. I mean, Makes it's extremely well done within it's, the context of the movie. Yep. But you get to the scene where you're first introduced to the Indominus Rex. They show him a little bit hiding in the trees. The next time you see or hear of him. He's suddenly not in his paddock, and they think they, he climbed over the wall. So the first thing that, the, that Bryce Dallas Howard's character does isn't pick up a phone and call into the main office. She gets in her car and it drives starts. away because it's faster to drive to the main office and check the GPS signal than it she's, is to call and she's check. She's actually calling on her phone as she's driving there. Oh, actually, when she's calling on her phone, isn't she calling her sister and having the emotional moment about, like, the kids? No, no, she's in no, there. She watches the scene. She runs to her car. She hops in the car. She's driving back to the, the central office as fast as she can. And she's calling them. Oh, that's right. Them. The emotional scene's later. Yeah, she's yep. calling them on the phone as she's driving back. Because she's like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, forget the fact that at the, the cage, there's probably like five or six phones like just in that but, one room that she had that she could picked up any one of those phones. And or called, her own cell phone. Or her own cell phone and called and said, hey... Can you can you track the the dinosaur? Where is he? Like a, a, a sixty second phone call. But yeah. But even that aside, they spare no expense. But the the computer that's inside the paddock oh, there, yeah. that doesn't have the ability that to check track on it, that sure. specific paddock. Well, the, that's a huge flaw. Okay. You're spending billions and billions of dollars. I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. And and you know there there's a lot of problems with 
just that scene alone. So and that's let's what kicks go, it let's, off. Let's go through them. One, she, she hops in her car, races away, and then decides to call when she could have just made the phone call, call right first, where she was, first, yep. and then done, problem solved. Or So that's one problem. Second problem, of course, is with the uh, fat security guard. Yeah, why? Apparently. How does he miss this whole thing happen? <laughs> yeah. They make it seem like he's stationed there. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. his so, station. Yeah. So, if he was, even if he wasn't stationed there, you would think people outside they would, have some, would have heard right. the commotion of a dinosaur crawling the side of a concrete wall. And not just any dinosaur, but like a fucking huge one at 50 that. 50 feet tall. <laughs> it's the most expensive dinosaur. I mean, right. they say you can't, don't try to kill it. It's too too important. Right. It's so important we don't even watch it. We, we don't watch it. Yeah. We, we see some no. scratches on the inside of the cage. And the first assumption so, is that it's crawled over the it's fence. It's crawled over. And the whole rest of the movie is based off of this scene that makes yes. no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. So, so so what do they do? They go she into races she races the away. The rest of them go into the paddock. Inside. Yeah, because the first thing I'm gonna do is go inside. <laughs> yes. That's what I of well, course. No, they they have some anecdotal proof that the that the creature wasn't there because it doesn't show up on camera. Sure. They can't they don't have they they don't have the GPS tracking yet. They they why, why? wait why wait the five or ten minutes be, to <sighs> find out for sure where it is to make sure it's not hiding way back in a corner. Yeah, or right. That's right. Like why don't they have the GPS tracker at the cave? But, if, right. but all that aside, why is the first thought? Let's go in and see what's going on. Why, yeah, like, why, why not go to the other side of the fence and see, see where the traps. footprints go? If he if it took uh, him, if he had to do all that work to get up it, you'd think he'd have to do some work to get down the or, other side or of the even, wall. Or if he jumped, there would be imprints. Huge footprints. Right? Like where a fifty foot dinosaur probably is going to be a couple hundred tons, maybe. I would yeah, say hundred tons, but it, it we're talking tens of thousands oh, of pounds. It's Twenty elephants worth, like yeah. yeah, like whatever it is, it's going to make some sort of impact on the other side of the wall. I, there will be there will be a way to track it. Yeah, that's and that's um, just the uh, beginning. Tracks, of the claw marks, anything. The, like, the trees knocked aside <laughs> as it took off through the forest. You right. know, there would be something. People screaming. You know, because wasn't it also implied that they were they done with the cage or were they still working on the cage? They were done with that cage. Well, sort of. Or, or no, they were adding to they it. They brought Chris Pratt in to see if the cage was good enough. Right. So they were still working on the cage. He says, "Bring him in. We'll have him check it out." That there might be other workers on the other side yeah. of the cage. That hey, they might have noticed. This hey, did you guys see thing? a giant dinosaur run through here? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> oh shit. Oh, we, we but, were supposed did, to tell you about. But that? that brings up a good point <laughs> that I don't. I didn't even think about till this. So the GPS is working, right? Yes. And they talk about how if the if the the dinosaur gets out of their sections, they're they're made aware of it. If the dinosaur had left, based on the fact that the GPS works, they would have been notified. Exactly. And no one in the control center said anything because earlier in the movie they talk right. about when they look at the map, they say, "Oh, why is that section closed off? Oh, because some of the other dinosaurs got in the wrong section." They're they're made aware of this. Oh my God, you're right. There is that scene. So it doesn't make any sense to begin with that. If, if it was out of there, they would have been called. She would have been notified. Yep. They have this huge control center that apparently is the only place you can do things from. <laughs> and they would have called. They would have called. There's so many, so many issues with the singular scene. And it sets the whole movie up. That's the problem. Yes. It's not a minor detail. It's the yeah. whole movie is set up by this. It's the entire plot is based... The entire plot of the movie is based off this one scene. Right. So, uh, moving on, I mean, because we could talk about this for oh, yeah. hours. Yeah. Moving on, the next scene that really bugged me was uh, this was the scene where uh, Bryce Dallas Howard calls her sister. And she calls up her sister, and she's like, I don't know where the kids are, you know, we're, we're trying to... Or, no, her sister finally gets a hold of her, that's what it is. Yep. And 
uh, they're talking and they have this emotional moment about you know what's going on and uh, they they, uh, they mention that oh yeah sorry I don't know where your kids are you know they're they're in the park though they don't worry about it and the mom has this weird breakdown of you can't leave them alone you have no idea how horrible the older one is going to be to the younger one like implying that he is like on the verge of sociopathic serial like he's killer just slapping the kid back and forth <laughs> I mean with his you know like he, he like he's just like he beats the kid mercilessly you never see a hint he's of this fine. throughout the movie he is a normal teenage boy with a maybe, younger brother and they have a little back and forth where they're not getting along perfectly like that's about it but he's not teasing the younger brother he's not like me and my younger, me and my younger brothers have had worse arguments than he that. He seems like a <laughs> but decent no, older brother. I read a, someone else had a problem with this, and it stems off what you're saying is so they kind of play off that the older brother is kind of an idiot. He's just kind of your typical teenager. He's not doesn't care about stuff, sure. and that the younger kid is maybe a little more of a brainiac. He's a little smarter. Yeah, sure. But that they get the rest of the movie when the older brother is like, "We should do all this stupid shit." Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's just do it. Like they make they make him seem like he's real smart. He's kind of level headed. He's gonna make good decisions, but he's okay all of a sudden just to do anything this kid says. And yet they're telling us that he does that they don't even get along, but he's gonna go along with all this stuff. I think that's part of it too. I just think that yeah. dynamic is a little weird. It it, it 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 like it really, especially the second time I saw it, it really just felt like wrong. Like yeah, it, they, like they were gonna go in a totally different direction, and then at some point or another, like they they go, they, oh, we have to have this emotional moment, and they just threw this in and it didn't, at it the didn't last fit. minute, and it, just it didn't, didn't fit. fit all that well. So, but that those are the big problems I had with it. I mean, do you guys have anything else? The the only thing, and I, I thought of this when seeing it. It's a very similar storyline to the original Jurassic Park. I mean, just in general terms, there's just similar things that kind of it yeah. follows a trend. You know, they didn't really go out of their way to make it much different. Not all that much different. Well, this I think this movie was meant to be kind of a reboot of the franchise. Which, when when I hear the word reboot, this is kind of what I think. You know, it's not a it's not a remake like what they're, they're going to do with other yet, movies. No. They're not going to reshoot and retell the original movie. They're going to take a lot of the concepts of the original sure. or the original movies, and they're going to incorporate them in a new way to create a new a which new they did it restart just, to it, the franchise. It was very just similar in basic as the old one. You know, one thing I'll mention before we move on is that someone else pointed this out, and it's it's such a stupid thing, but if a movie's going to do as good as this is, I want it to be a good movie, and yes. it just isn't. The scene where they just where they, they get the 20-year-old Jeep running, that's just not actually possible. Like, if a car had not been run for 20 years, just putting a new battery in, is not gonna, that's not going to fix it. And, and that was actually, I saw someone that had actually spoken to a mechanic about it, and he's like, that's not possible. So... It's it, it's not a big deal. I don't. Yep. It doesn't bother me all that much. But for a movie that's doing as well as it does, I just it bothers me when there's yeah. little things like that. That's I all. mean, because it the, and that that I think is the part that bothers us the most is the fact that this movie is going to make like a six you know six hundred seven hundred million dollars yeah. or more like and the it, most in successful worldwide, movie of all time and worldwide two billion dollars probably or more. Yeah, it's it's crazy. and it's not that good not of that a good. movie. For uh, one of the things that just stuck out to me is uh the main villain is such a cartoon character in this movie like the indominus rex no no no, no uh, you're talking about Vincent the raptors <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio? Um, yes yes he oh is such he, a he was the villain of this movie they just well, had a villain in it <laughs> he is such a the cartoon was a character <laughs> like the utmost cliche of a bad guy he has no character new like no he's 
And we know he can be a good bad guy yeah, because we've seen him do it in Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh my yes. god, he is awesome in Daredevil. And but, in this movie, he is completely one note to just a ridiculous degree. I wouldn't that, even say he's one note. He's like half a note. Yeah, yeah. It's he's very got cookie no cutter. There's not. Um, no. It's like they thought of the first Jurassic Park, and they just needed a chubbier guy to be the <laughs> villain because apparently Newman wasn't available. He was even a better character than uh, than him. Yeah. Like, he had motive. Like, this guy was just, ha, ha, ha. Like, he should have had a beard he was stroking the whole time. Almost. I think he, he had to go to he had, I think he, he did stroke it a little bit. It. Like, if he had a mustache, he should have twirled it up and, and you know, a curl. <laughs> get get the black top hat yes, and cape. Yes, yes. <laughs> what is just... this, Waluigi? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Machiavellian villain yes. archetype. Yes. So, like, yes. that, that was my fault. Like, None of the characters, while he was the worst exaggeration, I think, like, none of the other characters were really that great. Like, Chris Pratt was okay. Yeah. It was solid. Uh, the main actress... Bryce um, Dallas Howard. Eh. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, like, she didn't really impress me with her acting. She didn't really disappoint me. She was just kind of there. Yeah. You know. Uh, same with the kids. You know. Like, nobody... Well, and that's that's the thing. This movie was okay. Yeah. It wasn't Which, great. It wasn't god-awful, although there were some god-awful parts. I think that's the good transition. This movie's not that great. Since we've seen this movie, we have seen other movies that were better oh. and are much more deserving of the numbers that this has sure. done. Specifically, Inside Out. Oh my god, yes. Fantastic In- movie. We weren't planning to really talk about this, but Inside Out, it's probably been the best movie I've seen in the it last really good. probably two months. But that's how, to me, that's, that's the one tie I wanted to make is that there are better movies than this that are out right now that are not doing even remotely close to the numbers this yeah. did. I mean, I personally like Mad Max better, but, I mean, they're two very different movies, but they're both very good. No, I would say Mad Max is better. I, I don't, although... Not, not that inside Not deserving out, of... But, yeah. yeah, no, but better than Jurassic oh, World. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh... Inside Out is going to do okay. It's not going to do seven hundred million, but it, but, but it, it between do. the two, it deserves yes. it more. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah. Well if, more deserving. And the reviews just if Inside Out had universally been, had, had like run away with this and been and done, I think that wouldn't have bugged me at all. We, we because be it's a movie for everyone. Right. It's kids. It's adults. Right. It's parents. It's everybody. If that and movie so was well making, done. if that so movie well was the one making six hundred million dollars, we wouldn't be nearly as upset. We'd just be like, well, it was a really good movie. Right. Exactly. That's that's the difference. So. Uh, moving on to another movie that we kind of expected to do a little better than it did. Um, well, Rob was hoping it would. Rob was definitely hoping it <laughs> hey, would do better than it did. We all want Steve to lose. Uh, well, well, we want Steve happen. to have a challenge. That is not going to um, happen at this point. We're talking about Terminator Genesis, the, the movie that we're going to spend probably a little bit the most time talking sure. about because we just saw it. Yep. Uh, Terminator Genesis is also a reboot to the Terminator series, kind of like Jurassic World was to the Jurassic sure. Park series. Mm-hmm. Um, in this movie, uh, warning... Spoilers, because, yeah, if you haven't figured that out by now. Um, in this movie, what they do is they basically reset the Terminator timeline and from a new point in the future that we don't know about yet. Even at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, we don't know about the new point in the future that starts the new timeline. Yep. We know about where the new timeline starts, though, and where it moves forward to the point of this movie, you know, throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they've reset the timeline. They've reset... Um, Everything we know about Skynet and the Terminators and John Connor and Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese. And it's all new, all different. And while I enjoyed the movie, sure. personally, I, th- I thought it was a, a good movie. I liked it. I did. This movie, I can see why a lot of people did have negative reviews of it and did have problems with it. Because even watching it through the one time I saw it, 
there were things that jumped out at me as, well, why would you do that? That's a stupid idea. Or, you but know, as a whole, it's it's a good movie. It's 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 worth it's seeing. Fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it, it's it kind of falls in for me. It falls into that uh, realm of Jurassic Park, where you know Jurassic Park is. You mean Jurassic World. Or Jurassic World. Yeah. Uh, where Jurassic World is... Sure. It's an okay movie. They're about the same level of quality. I, I mean, I like this better than Jurassic World. I did. And I, I definitely... The same, but I, sure. There's less flaws in this movie for me. I don't know. This movie has a mm, lot of this flaws. This one has a lot of flaws. A lot of flaws. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't see it that way. That's because it's your movie, Rob. <laughs> it's not, because the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen is Dumb and Dumber 2 <laughs> that I had last time. And... So I, I'm more than willing to accept that some movies are just not good. All right, so no, I was the same way. It's an enjoyable movie, you know. Uh, it has, it definitely has problems. It's not gonna do very well for you, Rob. It's. It, I wanted. To, I was hoping high end it would do about 150. They're, they're I think talking, I'll be lucky if I do 100 at this yeah, point. Yeah, they're talking like it might not even get over 100. At Which this to point. me, that's a flop. I, I think it, it, it should have done better than that. And it. Now, no, granted, internationally, it's doing better than they expected. Well, it's a Terminator movie, and they, those typically have done. But in well other countries, it. it's it's really doing well. Sure. So it just here it has not been accepted as much. But you know, Rotten Tomatoes, it's just under seventy from regular people going to yep. see it. It's not that's not terrible. It's just it's kind of an okay movie. And I think the critic ratings are really have really hurt it. They were twenty seven percent the yeah, last time I looked, was... and even some of the good ones were like, they were I like <laughs> it. I'm not sure if they, I do. They were so I'll just say comments. it's good. Sure. So, but I can see let's, why it, why it, that happened. Because well, let's get into it. Okay, so starting out the movie, I mean, they I thought they did an amazing job recreating Terminator from the 1980s. You know, well even before that, when we see really well the, the the war in the future, I thought it was that was it was, it I was liked it. well done. Yeah, yeah I thought it was, it was well fine. Done. It, there was I didn't ha- I don't think anybody had any issue with that. No, um, I, the, I don't the think one so. the one part that kind of bugged me a little bit is when is when they're doing their or getting the, everything ready to go back in time and send Kyle back in time. There's this shot where they're panning through the people, and they pause for, like, it felt like ever on Doctor Who. He should have just had a blinking light above his head, like... <laughs> bad guy! Bad guy! <laughs> I mean, they, so they pause on him for a second and then move on yeah. again. And, yeah. you know, so they send uh, they send Kyle Reese back. As they're sending it back, so, they change the timeline at that point, which... One thing and, I, I don't understand about the time travel in, in this movie is, like... Why, why does everybody got to be naked? Like, I don't mind them naked, but, like... I, I kind of get that. It's the whole particle deal. You can't have... Like, it's, so it's, it's inorganic... They explain it. They, they, that's, they that's explain the it as inorganic matter can't travel through time that's because, the of, because of the quantum the field. the T-1000 does it all the time. But they, they always say that it can mimic organic material. Because it is... he Like, the T-1000 doesn't have... They don't have clothes on when they go through. They are just liquid metal, but they, they mimic organic they mimic material. Or, exactly. Okay. So why, like, I get that, like, on the other end you're going to come out naked, but why do you have to go in naked? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. As well, like, yeah, that's a little weird. And the fact that, like, he had a, he had a very large audience watching him, like, just stand there, sure. like... Extremely proud of being going back in time. Like, I get the the transfer process is gonna. You're not gonna come out with clothes. Now, That's fine. But well, and you can't bring anything like metal with sure. you because it get, it's gonna rip you apart in the transfer process. Plus it's liquid metal, apparently. But sure, which can mimic organic material. Yeah. Okay. I'll, um, I'll buy that. I'll, I guess. That's the excuse I, so they've I guess, given. I guess that didn't, that doesn't bug me too much. Like because no, the other because the other side of that is is nanobite John Connor, who travels back, like. He is probably less 
like organic than yeah. even the T one thousand is, yeah. but he manages to make it back. Yeah, through literally too. at the orga- at the basic cell level, he's not he's not organic. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we can cover that later when we get to but, him. But uh, so they travel back. I thought they did an amazing job recreating the scenes from yes. the nineteen eighty four. Hundred percent. Digi Young Arnold is very good. Like you can tell, they spent a lot of money on that. And but it's, like, well, even even things like get like the same color dump truck. Yep. You know yep. that he appears next to, and having a guy who. Might have been the exact same actor who he was looks, in the really original. Looks like him. Doesn't he? Yes. yes. Like I, do, I went back and watched the original <laughs> after I got home, and I went, "Wow, he looked. He looks really, really close to no, the same guy." They did a fantastic job. Um, right. The only the the part that threw me a little bit is they didn't get uh, uh, oh, what's his name uh, back to play one of the punks. Oh yeah, um, I can't think of his name now either because he. Um, I know who you're talking about, though, but I don't know his name. Corporal Hudson. Sure. Uh, Whatever his real name is. They didn't get him back to play one of the punks. um, But that scene was still cool because they had mostly they had they had the elements there to make it to make it work in their new time. I I thought it was good. I found it almost kind of weird that they exactly like right up until right up until second Arnold shows up and says, You're not gonna need the clothes. Like shot for (laughs) shot, it's almost the exact same scene. It is. Even to even like Kyle Reese falling out of the sky and landing on the pavement. Like I thought that I thought for sure he actually ended up like in a like on the ground. No, in the original one too, he falls out of the sky. You know, he steals the pants off the bum. And then he gets chased down by who we think is a cop, who turns out to be also another Terminator. <laughs> Which uh, is one of the points that I've got, like, okay, I get that the the new T-1000 was sent back by Doctor Who, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, For those of you who haven't picked up on it, Matt Smith is in this movie, a.k.a. Doctor Who. Uh, but one of the things that uh, is, is brought up is, like, Bill Paxson, that's his name. Yeah, there we go. Um, that was going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I, had, I had to look it up. Um, like, so, new T-1000's just kind of hanging out, waiting for Kyle Reese. Yeah, apparently he knows exactly where he's going to show up. Sure, but um, not doing anything else, just, okay, Yeah, well, that, that's fine. But, okay, so, go ahead. So, I was just going to point out, I mean, up to right up to those two points, the movie like really does a great job mimicking it's the original. Fine. Yep, um, that. At that point, the movie starts to branch off on its own timeline, which is still good up to this point. Yep. You know, I agree. Uh, they're running through the department store. Kyle Reese is now being chased, not by cops, but by a T-1000. So before that, can we just... I know you don't care about it, but a lot of other people do care about it. Who the fuck sent Pops back? Like, Who? At what point? And they never and I, say. They never say. They probably will say. We've talked well, about this. Here, here's in this. Well, this is something that bugs me about movies. This bugged the shit out of me with uh, Prometheus, where they build up a movie, and they make the assumption that, well, if this movie is good enough, we're just going to do a sequel, and then maybe a, a another sequel. We're going to turn it into its own little sure. trilogy. So we're doing. not going to tell you the whole story. We're gonna like in in Prometheus, it was really bad. In this movie. It, I do remember in Prometheus, they literally tell you the first third of a story, basically. Yeah, that's how it felt like to me. Sure. You know, it is. It's this set up movie that way. felt more rounded. Where even if we never find out who sent Pops back, it doesn't affect the movie itself. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. It, it doesn't bother me. It's self-contained. It I, it's self-contained for me. Because I there's mean, enough other elements to the story that are self-contained. Okay, that, so you know that is a. We will build on that in the future, but sure. it's not terribly important. If we get to that, if we get to like, it. 
we might never. The movie's not doing that. But good, it's, so. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary to tell us that. I don't think it's vital. So we know Pops was sent back to uh, protect a young Sarah Connor when she was nine years old. Because um, a T one thousand was sent back also to that time to kill her off. At I wonder that if point. it was the same with T one thousand. Uh, it could have been because they never. Mm-hmm. I don't they think don't, they actually destroyed yeah. it. So no. I don't think that that's a point or whatnot. Um, somehow they don't show that scene though of where Pops saves Sarah Connor until about halfway through. They just show him like picking her up out of the lake or something. Uh, they they do they show a little bit about her him yeah, they, saving they, her. Yeah, it's he's not, walking down the dock and she sees him up above and yeah, because she 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 jumps away from the boat that blows up and us we assume like. Dis, like dismantles the T one thousand long enough for her to get away, if not destroys it. We don't see it though. Yeah, you see the boat blow up. Yeah, right? they blow. They blow up the boat, or it burns or something like that. Okay, maybe um, maybe I missed that point. But, but she then. swims under the docks. He uh uh or no, what it is is he's got a rocket launcher or a oh, bazooka. He, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So which is great against liquid metal. Hey, why not? Shotgun <laughs> shells worked against it. Uh, it penetrates it at a very, at a very least. It, it, it will slow it down, mm-hmm. and that's okay. all they're just trying to do at that point to get her. So yeah. pops, pops picks up uh, Sarah Connor at nine years old and proceeds to raise her. Yes, apparently, letting her know all about her future and where yep. things are Makes going. Makes her aware of everything. So she is no longer the same Sarah Connor at the point we meet her in the department store, which is way different than the original movie because in the department store, Kyle Reese is being chased through. Uh, by the T-1000. They're about to be killed. She comes busting through in an armored car and saves the day. Which, at that point, by the way, there was that cool scene with the mirror. Oh, yeah. Very well done. I thought that was very cool. The T-1000 is hiding in a mirror. Yes. That was was very well done. Kind of sleeps out. I like that. That was cool. Uh, The other big thing, of course, as soon as she... The first words out of her mouth is, come with me if you want to live. Followed by move, soldier. Which, holy God, can we just... Just leave these these quotes in the past, for God's sakes. I, I mean, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with those quotes coming back? You can't do that in this type of a franchise film, though. I mean, I, I don't want to see or hear Arnold say, "I'll be back" ever again. But here's the thing: in a in a franchise film like this, it's very very difficult, if not impossible, to just abandon yep. signature yep. lines because. What you want to do is you want to create a feeling of connection to the older franchise, to the mm-hmm. older movies in the franchise, and you do that by having callbacks. Mm-hmm. Whether it's to whether it's the actors and actresses talking about a situation that happened before, or them saying a line that they are known to have said because of previous. It just movies. it feels awkwardly wedged in to me, where like they could have I probably scripted so. some other better dialogue, but At they had point, to go with that. At that point, it didn't feel awkwardly wedged yeah, I in. Didn't, I didn't think so. Like there, there, I think. Or even later when they. It, well, the, the the when he jumps out of the helicopter and says, "I'll be back," that felt a little bit more awkwardly but wedged in. What I liked about that scene, and we'll get to that, but I like when that scene. She goes, "What?" Like she's like, "What? <laughs> why would you say that?" <laughs> so I sure? thought, "Oh, <laughs> that's why I thought it was better." Is that her response is like, "Why would you even say that?" So I mean, it, it, that was one of the, that was that one felt a little bit more awkward to me. But overall, but that's like you you have to have that line in there, I think, for a lot of people's benefit. Yeah, I mean, well, it was, there's also a scene where um, he drops hasta la vista. Um, mm. I think did he? I think he did. I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember if he did. I can't not, remember but now. But yeah. I could have sworn he dropped that one in there too at some point. Okay, so uh, they pick up uh, Kyle Reese, and this is 1984. Now they pick him up and. Basically, they have to outrun the new T-1000, which yeah. I was pretty happy with that scene. Like, that scene, I the, thought, was well done. Yeah, the, I agree. Them fighting off the T-1000, 
where they get back and she had like prepared for this with the acid was I thought that part was very well done. Yep. Um, so I mean, up to this point, the movie is it's pretty well. Sure, it's pretty there's solid. a couple things. Where yeah, but, but nothing from. major. Yeah. Okay, nothing, uh, nothing major. major. Nothing no, big. no. Now it's after this point where things get. I think they start to lose track a little bit um, because from 1984 what they do is they jump forward to 2017 well they want to go to 1997 first which is when cyberdyne systems when is supposed thinks, to come yes. come online and this and this is where it starts to fall apart though because she's like no we i know we have to go here because, because this is where that's what pops told me because that's in the original timeline that's where so uh, pops Dyson, comes from the original timeline yes he comes from the original timeline okay because he's the one who tells her 1997. Yeah, yep. That's where Cyberdyne Systems so develops the chip that powers my brain. Original timeline. Which, um, okay, we're we're just gonna skip who sent him back in the original timeline. But yeah, but because he gets Whatever. sent back way before. Yeah. Sure. He is. So they have nothing's been changed because Pop's going back is what changes everything. Mm, Pop's that, and the T1000. Correct. The T1000. But I mean, that's what changes it to his but I timeline. See what, I see so what how could ti- how could Pop's be sent back in the the original timeline? Because it doesn't change until he gets back there. Because what changes it is they because they explain what changes is when uh, what's his face uh, Skynet in the original timeline Sarah Connor didn't meet Arnold until 1984. Yeah. No, but what changes it within this confines of this movie they say is something happens to him. Yeah, is that yeah they they they're basically throwing out a multiple timeline multiple uh, multiple timeline multiple dimension universe. What we're getting at is this thing. movie's a little confusing. Yeah, <laughs> any, but the problem is any movie where you use time travel, you're going to have issues unless you are extraordinarily careful and you just like you hand wave some of the stuff that doesn't fit your story. Which sure, they, because people do time time travel differently in different movies, and that's yeah. fine. You have to accept that not every time travel movie is going to be the same. Okay, so speaking anyway. of time travel. They know the end date oh, is yes. 2017. Uh, that makes no so, sense. Well, okay, well, so they argue about where to go, 20, 1997, 2017. So they know that, oh, well, because of this weird, uh, we're going to call it a MacGuffin moment um, in the movie, uh, Reese manages to convince Sarah Connor that, no, 2017 is the year that we need to go to because there's this new operating system coming out called Genesis oh, that is actually... The uh, that's actually Skynet that will take over the world, and so apparently they they've pre-sold a billion orders of Genesis. Well, haven't you seen people stand in line for iOS phones? A and, billion? Yeah, they pre-sold a billion copies of Genesis. Or they were giving it away. No, no, they said they pre. The, I remember the word. We pre-sold a billion. Yeah, and uh, young Kyle Reese, who uh, the young Kyle Reese is like, oh, I don't know, twelve maybe. 10, 12, I would say. Yeah, probably. He goes crazy when he gets a present that he can't even use yet, an operating system. Like, okay, maybe he's just an extreme nerd, but I don't know too many 12-year-olds that are going to go crazy over getting an operating system for their birthday that well, they can't even use yet. It's a it's a device that's preloaded with the operating system with a it's countdown. It's like a tablet of some sort. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah, okay. so, so he's he's excited about the tablet and what it's going to unlock in a day and a half or whatever Which it is. is. So, so what do they do? If we know when, when Genesis is coming out... Okay, quick, quick poll. <laughs> Feel free to answer on our Twitter account or whatnot and let us know what you think. If you know quick, when the end of the world is going to happen... <laughs> The end, of, the end of the world is going to happen on October 1st, 2017. Yep. You have a time machine. At what point do you go into the future to stop the end of the world? <laughs> Raise your hand if you think that you do it like a week 
or why a couple of weeks or a month. Like a year. Wait, why wouldn't you just go like the day the guy comes up with the idea to start the business right? and it's just murder tough. that guy? Like, like, there's so many ways to do it, and they decide. So what do they do? Maybe a few minutes is all we need. A, a couple of hours. A couple of hours should be so more than enough time, right? So the creator of Genesis was the kid of the son of Dyson. Dyson, who was the original create in the original timeline. Yes, who was yep, in the, yep. the original timeline was the guy who found. And unlocked the but ship that didn't in happen now, right? Like so, that, they never that so part of the story doesn't happen because they he never, never found the arm. He never finds the arm or okay. the chip. No, because who ends up doing it? Who ends up setting up to John Connor? So what ends sure. up happening is John Connor goes back to 2014, gets hired oh, by okay, Cyberdyne. Let's not get into that part yet. You, know, <laughs> you have to because you're talking <laughs> about the creator. And they mention they say that this wouldn't be possible without him. Sure. So it's John Connor who is creating uh, Genesis, which sure. is in fact Skynet. Which, he is which is what alters the future, which is why he knows when to go back. Sure, okay. <laughs> so okay. Before, we, before we move on real quick, right before they're going to go, they're going to go, I guess not back, forward to 2017. Sure. Can you remind me, why was Arnold, why did Arnold not come with? He says there's something. He, his arm was. His uh, arm was melted from it's the because of the It's because of the skin, right? Yes. Right. Okay, so that's he, what I thought. There is and a, that goes back to the whole you have to he can't it's not mimicked if it's just metal. Yeah. Sure. Yep. And he he makes the line which I actually thought was funny that he's going to take the long way. Which, yeah. Okay, which but, you know I don't know if we're moving on to that point but my problem is can okay. we Okay. Yep. So we're, we're actually on we're this. on this we're point now. Right so now. so they time travel into 2017. We know the exact There's, date and time that and they're going to be showing up. Yeah. Well, well not yeah. even that. We know the exact date and time Genesis is going to come out. So we're going to show no, but up I mean, a few he hours. also knows when yes. they're going to be there. He has all his time to prepare for it. So but, and this is the other thing, too. Okay, you're going to send somebody forward to the future. Apparently, you can kind of direct where they show up. It seems that way, at least in IT. At least in you general have area, a general maybe? area. Sure. Why would you drop them right in the middle of a freeway? Yeah. Why, where? Why, why not in the middle oh, of a nice where, residential wait, neighborhood? How, where do we show that they... That they know where to get. Do they even really touch on the fact that you can? You can. It's well, okay. It's, well, apparently because Arnold is driving there, he knows where they're going to show up. He knows up. where they're going to be. Like he was driving there, but There's, he was. But, they, but my point is, they don't actually say they can okay. choose it. It's almost like they just know where it's going. Like where it's going to. But here's the thing, if. If he doesn't know where they're going to show up, there's no way in hell he would be within a few minutes no, of them. No, my point is just I don't. They don't really touch on the how, like. They okay. clearly do know where it's going to be, but they don't necessarily touch on how they know that. Or yeah, there's so, no. Okay. So assuming that they have no control, like over he's not the, putting in like a latitude and longitude. So okay, assuming they have no control over the end point, then since you have a time machine, again, why don't you maybe wait a couple of days and see if the spot changes to someplace that's not the middle of a freeway? Well, let's. How so? He kind of knows at least the general area they're going to show up. Well, no, he, I, knows no, exactly he knows exactly where, where they're they going to show up. The problem is, and, and now I'm now we're saying is that is a problem for me. They don't explain how they know where it's going to where it's going to happen because it's not like it just you get transported to that same exact location twenty years from now or whatever. It, that's yeah. not how it happens. Because like because uh, in in the even in the original movie, Terminator shows up in the uh, in the park by the uh, by the dumpster. Yep. Kyle Reese shows up in the alley in the middle of downtown. In you know they don't. Yeah. How do you, how do you get there? It doesn't matter. Nobody says why they get there. They just that's where they happen so to appear. So they do it in this movie too. They kind of assume it, and you they now, definitely make you aware that they know where you're going to show. So up. now in this movie, what they show is that okay, so he, they get sent to the future, and how does he know exactly where to meet them? Because he says before they leave, "I'll meet you there. I'll take the long way around." Sure. How does he know exactly where they're going to end up? And if he knows that they're going to end up in the middle of a freeway, wouldn't you warn them a little bit? Like, 
hey, watch out well, for cars. So and he does, one, no. The it, one part I thought is maybe there's not a freeway there yet. Maybe maybe in 1984, it's just a field of grass. Uh, not like, in Los Angeles. There's no way. It's at, it's at least city. Maybe it's a parking lot. <laughs> maybe mm. at that time I, My guess is it's probably similar to what it is. Yeah. 20 years? I mean, think about 20 years. That road's, it's a road. I, I, I can't mean, excuse that at, like, at the time he's punching in the corner. But let's just say, oh, that's fine. We're going to, let's pretend we just, they know where it's going to happen. They it's just don't fine, have a control okay. over it. <laughs> yes. Well, how otherwise is we're going to argue over this how point. Is for how is he late? Um, if he knows, because we're gonna, we're just gonna say we're gonna go with the assumption he knows exactly because it's where they're 2017. Go. That's two years further down the line than where we're at now. Google or Google Maps or Apple Maps, they're gonna tell you leave early because of traffic. <laughs> so Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor get dropped into the middle of, of highway traffic, butt ass naked, and Kyle Reese. Takes Even with Sarah Connor in he's arms, holding Sarah Connor for uh, and he shields her. And he shields her. Yep. And a car rams him at a pretty high speed. He crashes right into the windshield and like rolls off, brushes himself off. Like no, no, I'm fine. He's good. He just took a high speed car hit, and he's 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 fine. And as far as we know, Kyle Reese is not a Terminator. <laughs> He does well, not. He does not have metal bones. Now, granted, at this point he's in good shape. So, like, maybe it hurts him a little less than an average person. But I'm sorry, like Still, broken bones, yes. maybe. Okay, right. Well, I want you to stand out in the parking lot. I'm gonna get up but some But you know, what I'm saying like maybe a tiny bit of difference, but it's still gonna hurt quite like, a bit. It's it's in the scene. This car is going at a pretty good clip. Even braking to to yes. avoid the accident. It's and they still do, there, if I recall, there is a like they, they do break, so it's probably but it's still like what if it's thirty miles an hour, forty? That's matter. still You're that's dead. enough to kill somebody. <laughs> not him though. And he doesn't. Not. He barely he has bounces, a scratch. He bounces. In off fact, the I don't windshield. even think the car was damaged at all. <laughs> yeah. no, the windshield was damaged. We did see that. Sure, but that's. I guess I, I would say of course it is, but then he's not hurt at all. Doesn't he have like one little cut on his head or something after that when they're in the hospital? It's something insignificant. Like, yeah, it's so but I guess ridiculous. within the confines of the movie, I little things like that don't bother me too much. Well, I would so bother more than by the fact that he's late, and he's really late. Like the cops show up, they arrest him, and he gets there as they're being arrested. And it's like. You weren't even remotely close to being on time. Yeah, that, they, so not only have the cops showed up, the ambulance is there, who they've managed to get through traffic. Um, they have them already like, covered in blankets in the back of an ambulance and being arrested, and he shows up on the lower side of the freeway like, huh, well, I guess that was I a guess that brings up another point, too, is it probably took a little while for the cops to get there. So did they just hang out for a while? Because he's not hurt, as we've talked about. <laughs> so they just decided, we're not going to go anywhere. I, well, I guess maybe they're right. waiting for why, him. Why did... I mean, so I guess they're waiting. The cops no, were right there. The only thing I think of is they're waiting for him because that's where he know they know he's going to be there. So the flaw in this whole this this is where the storyline has a huge flaw now because if he was just on time, none of this would have happened. Yep. So this I mean, is very Jurassic so, Worldian now for me. So this, <laughs> now that we've talked about it, it now, does bother. Now you me. see why it only got twenty seven percent. Well, no, but I, mean, it, I think the regular reviewers around the sixties to seventies more accurate, but. There are there are problems. There are problems. There are. So they get taken to the hospital. They get taken to the hospital. They get. Um, I mean, I don't know. They, there's just there's so much more that we could talk about with this movie. So let's just kind of skip to the end. Let's get well, to the end because that's where I have two of my major. So what are flaws. your points? Towards the end, I have two. Ma- not well, one's not a major flaw because it's not affected by the storyline. The first thing is when they have the detonator to blow the place up, and you know one of the things that's going to happen is she, Sarah's going to die. And Arnold can't push the button because he can't kill her. But then he's more than happy to hand the detonator to someone else to have them kill her. And it, it doesn't affect the storyline at all necessarily. But for me, it was kind of like, well, you're still killing her. You're giving it to someone else. 
you know, that to me there's a little bit of a point there where so we're we're just gonna skip the whole weird John Connor thing. But we're we can get into it a little bit here at the end. I mean, it's just there there it I it's weird, right? Like he just comes back. Uh, apparently, uh, they you know he got himself sent back three years prior in 2014 to help build Genesis. Which, for the record, he had the wherewithal to decide to come back early. He wasn't like yeah. maybe I'll come back a day before. Sure. <laughs> And I'll, although, just, although, I'll just show up and program to be fair, this. I guess he's the reason why that timeline does change. Yeah. So he can't go back knowing 2017 is a date because it hasn't changed it. He specifically is the one that changes it. So he walks in on Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor when they're in protective custody in the hospital. It's kind of just imply that he's pretending to be a cop. Or no, they, they, they go and do, they say it because then the real ones, the real cops show up. They're, they're, okay. He's a fed is what it is. He yes, shows up and he's yes. like FBI. Sure. And then Kyle Reese doesn't say a word about the last time he saw John Connor was being attacked by the T well, five thousand. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't sure if what he saw was real or not at okay, that point. Okay, maybe. Because maybe. then all that stuff goes through his head, and he's probably like, "Well, he was in the middle of a, of being transported through time." Correct. So, so you don't. And he's never. He's never transported through time. Okay, he doesn't okay. know what happens. You know. Was he seeing possible futures? Was he seeing possible yep. past? I mean, or, he, he just doesn't know. Yeah, doesn't it, know. it wasn't until John Connor is revealed to be. Um, a what Terminator. Is yeah. What is which, what is John Connor? Which the other thing then is if he's if John Connor is because he's he's referred to as I think the T one thousand. He's a T three thousand. Three thousand. Oh yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Um. So, so if he's so if he's a Terminator, and Arnold is able to tell that he's a Terminator, like just by looking at him, like how does that work exactly? Because he, I mean, it's the other it's the other side of this because as far as we know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the the T eight hundreds are. They can't see, like. Well, they show they show that he sees that he's not organic. Okay, I maybe missed that part. They because they definitely show up, but I guess that also brings up the because point that he, how does he time travel? Because well, yeah, because literally though he because Arnold walks into the place with well, a, a shotgun in the bear, bear, walks walks up like and just drops the teddy bear, pulls out a gun, and shoots him. Sure. Yeah, the part they're in the parking garage yeah. at that point, right? But he because they show him he sees he sees John Connor, and there's it shows. That he They're, can tell that it's not a human. Okay, and and I missed that part. Let's ignore the fact that at this point, John Connor shouldn't really exist. But okay, but, why, but I don't know that. Why is that? Because he went back in time. Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese haven't had sex yet. Yeah, but he comes from the future. What right. he existed it, in the future, he time travels back, <laughs> so he does exist. The, there, are, there are actual theories as to why that would happen. Um, okay. A lot yeah. of it has to do with branching timelines and multiple timelines and multiple realities and things like that. But even but, if you take a really basic movie, Back to the Future, Marty McFly goes back, is he not going to appear then? He doesn't exist yet. He starts to disappear when his parents don't get together, Correct. which is and one way to do and it. And that's and if, if let's say they didn't exist, then yeah, sure, he would just maybe disappear. But that doesn't really come into effect because he does exist in this timeline because he came, he came back there. The, 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 the other one of the other theories is, is that he's now a paradox. He is outside of time, sure, so which he is they no do longer touch on at least. They so do. They, so they he is no longer they, affected by time. Yeah, he, um, which I think they mentioned, which they is do. the three he, of them. He, because uh, Sarah Connor says you can't kill us or you'll disappear, and he, there is a line where he's like, "No, I think I'll still be here." Yeah. Like, which my question like, would okay. be, my, I, I, that was my question because he's no longer human. Once he becomes no longer human. Would he even be affected now by the fact that his parents, let's say they died? That they don't touch on that obviously because they don't Who knows? die. But I, I did think about that at the time. I go, would I go if they killed him? He's not human, so would he go away? Even though they couldn't have necessarily, ha- they wouldn't have been able to change him in the first place. Now that he's no longer human, so that 
thank goodness they don't have to touch on that because I think if they had to, it would have been done poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so now we fast forward to the end of the movie. Um, the end of the movie, what, what were your points? There was the point where... Well, so the detonation thing, like, he's okay with someone else killing her, but he can't do it. But then, that, and that's not a big deal because it's not necessarily impactful. But the second thing, and you had a problem with this too because yep. you noticed it, is that at the end, as Skynet, Skynet is aging, they say as he grows older, the time decreases, which it does sure. sometimes, <laughs> but there's it once, maybe well, twice, where he gets older and nothing happens with the timeline. It's like there's they, four they, minutes, he ages, and there's still four minutes left. Yeah, they literally, they show the time, they show him age, they go back and show the time, and it hasn't moved a second. And they also kind of imply that at the point when he makes his last change, they almost make it seem like, because he's when he now finds, him, it's he's pretty much it's finished. Done. Yeah. And so why is there still time left? So th- they screwed up there. They kind of, I feel like they aged him a little too quickly because they ha- at that point they couldn't change well, the time. One of the things I read is that while Matt Smith didn't have a huge part in this movie, he's going to play a much bigger part if they ever make the sequels to this movie. Yep. Um, which... Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Who knows? Um, Which I liked. I will say, when we're talking about things, at least that I liked at the ending, when Arnold gets thrown out and he lands in the goop, I liked that, how they ha- found a way to not end mm. him necessarily. That, that was so obvious, though. I mean, It was obvious, but I I, I still was like... Well, and, they, the, and they definitely well, foreshadow when they explain well, and, the goop. Well, and the other, thing, the other thing that I thought about, though, too, which I'm kind of surprised they didn't do, is... Um, Oh, it's this goop, it, but you have to have a CPU to power it or to you know control it or whatever. It's like, well, why wouldn't John Connor just kind of go into the goop and create an army of minions, you know, with a little piece of himself in each of them? Right. Because he's na- he's nano John Connor or nanobite whatever he is. Why wouldn't he just have created an army and just slaughtered them all? And the only thing, the only thing I can think of to that point is that he thinks he's so powerful that he doesn't he doesn't think small like that because he just assumes nothing can hurt me. You know, because they, they, they try to kill him. Like, they try to kill him with an MRI machine. He he thinks at that point, I feel like, that he's just so strong, so powerful. He doesn't think, he doesn't feel like he needs to do anything else. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of like a college kid thinks they're immortal. They don't care but, about but all that, but that's But that's the thing. He's now a machine. He does. He shouldn't have that same type of hubris that people would have of, I can't be hurt. He should think, mm, overwhelming numbers. That's a good way to win. Yeah, Done. But, but a lot of movies <laughs> do that where the... You know, a machine gets so powerful and misses this one thing that could have saved them. You know, it's 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 a it's a flaw, but you know, it happens. I, I guess that doesn't bother me too much. Yeah, I guess with all the other bigger flaws that this movie, it has, was one I of the one. things that popped into my head. Is uh, like, oh, he's gonna go into the goop and create an army. You know, he never goes into the goop to but create an army. But all these things, all these things together, are what make this movie just okay. Yeah, okay. it is an okay because, movie. No, I know it sounds like we're really raking on it. No, granted, which we are. We would all like you to go multiple times to see <laughs> this to take down Steve. So. This movie, yes, is is it a is it a great, amazing, awesome movie? No. no, is this as good as Terminator Three or Terminator Salvation? It's probably on par with those. Maybe a little better. It's I... maybe a little bit better at times because there were there were some legitimately amazing special effects. If Although, you're a special effects buff, this movie has some to be really fair, good special those effects. Those movies no longer exist. In yes, unlike Jurassic that, World, World, where they just where they, they tell where, you outside of the movie that. Jurassic Park 2 and 3 don't really kind of exist anymore. In this movie, they, just get rid they, of li- they completely get rid of Terminator, really Terminator 2, two 3, and, and yeah, 4. Yeah. 
because none of them have happened because they have reset the timeline going yep. back to the first Terminator movie. Yep. So now this is which is why they're doing two more movies now because they its can own timeline. It's kind of it's almost kind of like what they did with uh, Star Trek with the J.J. Uh, Abrams oh, reboot. Yeah, 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 where they completely go off in their own timeline and now they can do whatever they want. Correct. Yep. Which I don't mind. I just think they went about it extremely clumsily to make those other. I mean, to make the next two movies worth seeing, they'd have to really, they'd really have to work invest hard. in a, a good writer because or a good writing team. This is, you know, they started it. Now they got to find a way to finish it and really make it more watchable. Do you and have then, anything to add? And then Moyer? there is that last little scene in the credits that it's basically which we almost missed. We almost missed because <laughs> yep, I didn't even know about that. No, it's very much implied that Skynet is still there, like. Yeah, they, they, this every the, horror movie ever apparently. Sure. The total destruction of the building didn't yep. destroy the one room that was important to destroy, which okay, I kind of get that you would have it in the biggest secure bunker ever, sure. but I don't know. It, it it felt very kind of it that felt forced. Well, it like, felt forced too because the thing they show we weren't even aware of. Yeah, like they they show this room and we're like, wait, what? Where did this come from? Like that was something I hadn't even touched on. So. This actually kind of goes to your point about where did Pops come from? Where did this room come from <laughs> that we didn't even know existed? They don't reference at all because they, they make it seem like the only room that's not going to blow up is the room that they're in. Yeah, the, 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 um, they're in like a safe room bunker yeah, thing. So, which is specifically for okay, this. On, on that, it's implied that Pops was working construction on this building, yep. right? And he just secretly built... No. No. The room was built for executives. Okay. In the case of like nuclear Armageddon oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah. No. So they they do they do briefly explain and that that's what it's for. Fingerprints. It's a safe room. Yeah. On that. Okay. Yep, yep. I get that. And he set it up that way. Um. It's it's got some problems. It does. But that's just why that's why we all kind of agree it's just okay. I thought everybody did a pretty good job except for. Uh, Jaya, how do you pronounce his name? Jai Courtney. Courtney. I'm not really a big fan. I didn't of mind his. him. I, like, he doesn't seem to have much range. At all, he's just there, tough guy. Like that's what he needs to. That's what he wants. That's what he's yeah, supposed to be, though. I guess I haven't seen him in a ton, but what I have seen him in there, I just haven't seen a lot. He was know. in Divergent. He was in uh, yeah, Die Hard Five, which don't watch that ever. Um, and he was in a little bit of Insurgent. Um, and he's good in those, but it's it's a really basic role, and he literally is just an a hole. Yeah, and that's all it is. And in uh, no and in Die Hard Five. That's just not a good movie. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make or break it. No. (laughs) And he didn't. He didn't help it, that's for sure. I I still like seeing Arnold as the Terminator. I think, you know, he's... It's an iconic role that he fills. He's really good. For what he needs to do, he is really good. I I thought they had some humorous parts with him trying to smile throughout the movie. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Those were pretty good. Has anybody ever told you that that's just creepy? (laughs) (laughs) I love when he gets... (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's... No. But it's it's weird. It has some giant plot holes. It is definitely an okay movie. Uh, I hope I do hope they make another one. I really do because I've got all these questions now that I want answered, and so I hope they do get to make another one. <laughs> and, and hopefully they actually answer them and not yeah, just like screw it up again. Let's not create more questions. Let's just answer the questions we have right now. Let's let's not do any you know. Let's not make any other weird stuff. Um, so okay. one, one of the things before we move on is uh, me and Brian were talking about the Terminator series before we had even seen this movie. And in my opinion, what the problem with the Terminator series is they perfected it in the second one. They made a liquid Terminator, like a liquid metal Terminator. How are you going to make a better villain than that? That is the best villain. You can't top that. 
They've tried in three other movies to make a better villain than Liquid Terminator, but that's it. That's the best villain you're ever going to get. Uh, I, th- I would I would say that while the movie wasn't great, combining a like basically a T-800 and a Liquid Metal Terminator like they did in number three... That's pretty damn awesome too. Because it's not then, bad, three, but yeah, I actually like well, it. No, three is actually pretty. Because decent. then, then you have the strength of having an actual skeleton plus yeah. all the flexibility of being able to shape and morph if you need to. Yep. So if you know that was interesting, and then in Salvation, which took place entirely in the future, I you forgot know, about that movie almost completely. I actually like that one a little bit more than number three. Um, I don't even remember what happens in it. Um, but that remember the actor. Yeah. Well. <laughs> But that was, you know, all that was is that was kind of a prequel. That was almost a prequel to this movie because it takes place in the future. It shows the fight, you know, the fight up to the point where they're going to storm Skynet or, or something. Or no, it's not even the point where they're storming Skynet. It just shows the early days of the Resistance mm-hmm. um, and how they're struggling to survive and everything and how the, the, T1, the T-800s are first starting to come about. Now- if that movie involved a naked time travel, Moyer would love it. Then, then, then he's be, fine with all that shit. Yeah. Like then he's, he's be seen watching it, it he's right own now. the movie. Uh, but <laughs> the first two movies are so iconic. They are. So they're they're pillars of the action and sci-fi genre. Absolutely. That everything following it just has not lived up to. And it's tough to live up to that. the reputation. It it is, but it shouldn't be. You know, if if people would in this, and this has been my problem with a lot of action movies and a lot of sci-fi movies in general in these last, I don't know, maybe ten years, is that if they'd invest a little bit more money into writing a script that is solid, mm-hmm. that doesn't have holes, that doesn't have you know problems built into it, they can make amazing sci-fi and action movies. And we're we're having. Basically, the same problems with both Jurassic World and Terminator Genesis is the fact that there's these huge gaping plot holes that, like, the rest of the movies, I think we kind of think... Although, to be fair, I don't think there's a hole in Terminator Genesis no, that is no, as bad... not that, as big as I mean, as it literally Jurassic the whole entire World. movie. Yeah, no. uh, but before we move on, I'll just say this, because we've never really done this before. If you want a movie that doesn't have plot holes, see Run All Night. Run All Night was it might really, be, it's really It's one of the good. only movies I've ever seen that does not have a single plot hole. And we look for one, yeah. and it doesn't have one. Liam Neeson is incredible in that so, movie. Just, you know, it's not recent. You know, it's within the Joel last Kin- year. Joel Kinnian was really well, that was is really a, good. I will Ed say Harris that is a must-see movie. Yeah. Must-see. I will say, uh, on, on note on that, uh, and maybe this is one of the things, like, even with, uh, you know, my favorite movie, the new Mad Max movie, like, they're fa- they're telling fairly straightforward stories and that way it doesn't get cultivated it doesn't get complicated yeah. you know there's yeah. no uh so you know and there i know some people will disagree with this but there is nothing wrong with a simple story that's no, well told yes not at all um, you don't need to be a super complex story to be good and some of the best stories are stories that have simple premises but unique takes on them yep. that Put a twist or a turn that you weren't necessarily expecting. I agree. And not though, and it doesn't have to be the same twist or the same turn, but something you know, something that's maybe a different take on it. Sure. And there are ways to do it. The problem yep. is, is that Hollywood is so obsessed with, you know, gotta meet the formula, gotta hit the formula. You have to have, you know, X happen every so many minutes, and then X happen so many other minutes, and mm-hmm. it's gotten very, very cardboard cookie cutter. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where you see a lot of these problems develop. Mm-hmm. But 
I so, guess we we've had our say on both movies. But, uh, so now I think we now we go into so, little odds and ends type deal. Yeah. So kind of kind of the uh, the end of the podcast here. Uh, we are recording this on a Saturday. We're going to release this on uh, the upcoming Tuesday before we go see Minions and. Uh, today, as a matter of fact, uh, during San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, there was a brand new trailer for Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice release. Which I have not seen yet. So, what we're going to do, um, and we hope this is fun, we're going to play, uh, we're going to play the, uh, the trailer. We're going to have Moyer describe what he's seen. We're going to pause it every so often, have Moyer describe what he's seen, and you know, let him you know talk about it a little bit, and we anticipate there's at least one portion that will upset him greatly. Okay, <laughs> um, well let's let's give this a shot. So, I, I have not seen this. This is the very first time viewing uh, the trailer to Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice Comic Con trailer. Hopefully, we don't get an ad. oh no ad. So it's in black and white, like we all thought it would be. Today is a day for truth. Day for truth. Okay. There's Superman. Looks like a lot of people are not happy with Superman. He's not very happy himself. He just walks into... He's outside. It looks like they start outside like the Capitol building or the, sure. the and this, and this, Senate building. This matches up with the first trailer we saw where it's kind of, you can tell the city's against Superman. Sure. And yep. it kind of goes in. It's kind of reminiscent of Iron Man 2. Where a little they... bit. He's walking into like a Senate yep. hearing. Yes. Yep. yep. That kind of power is very dangerous. He could wear a suit, though. He, apparently, <laughs> he's wearing a Superman suit. Yeah, apparently, uh, lots of buildings blowing up. Uh, Bruce Wayne is screaming into a phone. So we we don't see just buildings blowing up. We see um, like it looks like Superman's uh, laser vision he, he, his heat destroying yeah. a building. Okay. There's Bruce Wayne running, running. He, he's running toward a cloud, very reminiscent of the 9/11 tower falls. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he's he's looking kind of old. He's got some gray going on. Holds him responsible. There's a oh, I didn't notice the first time, but it's a Wayne Enterprises. Yep, there, there's a there's a fallen uh, piece of uh, rubble that has the Wayne Enterprise logo. Which I had kind of heard. Like I, I haven't seen this trailer, but I heard that's maybe why Batman is not happy with Superman yep, is yep. because Wayne Tech or what you... Wayne Enterprises. The building that what I'm thinking this is, and I'm totally going out of left field here. Is I think this is a flashback to the destruction of Metropolis. During the fight with Zod and Superman from Man of okay, Steel, sure. And one of the one of the buildings that's destroyed is the Wayne Enterprise. One building. of the many buildings that yes. are destroyed. So I think that's what this is, and this mm-hmm. is just a flashback to show why Bruce Wayne yep. is upset sense. with Superman and why people are upset with him. Yep. So okay, I like that they they're not ignoring that though. So many people mm-hmm. brought that up from that's the last movie. You let your family die. That's kind of strange. The that's how it starts. Comment leads yep. into what your thought was about Batman. I think so, so. There's writing on a newspaper for Bruce Wayne saying that you let your family die. Yep. So n- now that's one of the things I'm curious about because does this mean that Bruce Wayne had a family that was in the tower at the time it fell? Oh. Um, sure. And it was his his family that his died. His family, family. Yep. Um, or is this referring back to when he was his a parents. kid? You know, we don't know yet. True. Okay. We see the bat costume. I think the bat, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've seen the new bat. Okay. This bat vigilante is like a one-man reign of terror. He tap, he brands criminals? 
Yep, and apparently this is the first time Batman has been seen or known of, so this isn't like a continuation of the Christopher Nolan no, Batman no, stuff. No, they, they made it very aware this is new stuff. But it's it's important to say that because there's going to be a lot of people, I think, going into this going, oh, so this is going to like merge the two. No, this is... This is old, this is supposed to be old Christian Bale, but it's not. Sure. Yeah, this is, nope. uh, this is a whole new character who, mm-hmm. as far as we know... After Superman shows up, at least according to what we're seeing here, this might be the first time that we're actually seeing Batman, Batman yep. show up. Mm-hmm. You don't get to decide what the right thing is. Nobody cares about Clark Kent taking on the Batman. I was going to have a Morpheus sighting in your movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's kind of a cool scene. Uh, Clark Kent is uh, writing like articles against the Batman, while at the same time being Superman that people actually hate. And I wonder if this is going to play into it a little bit, where people get behind the Batman because he is going after criminals and he's not—he's helping people and hasn't destroyed a ton of city blocks. And and he has stuff. kind of an anti-Superman agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's maybe going to play into this, and this plays into Clark Kent. He's writing against Batman, saying, "No, this guy's a vigilante. He's bad. He's a—he's a bad guy." Which is kind of weird, considering and, who he is. But sure. But. I wonder if, it, well, with the whole, with Man of Steel, which Rob hasn't seen yet. Um, you have not seen Man of Steel? Well, you guys talked about how bad it was. It's not. I like it. He hates it. I hate it. So, I, I so mean, it's going, 50-50 right I'm now. I'm going to see it. <laughs> Maybe I like his opinion more than you ask. No, I'm going to see it. I just hadn't seen it at the time, and then I just. Okay. So, with, uh, but so, I think it's going to be, an, in, again, This there's some stuff that I did like about Man of Steel. Like, sure. some of the concepts they did. I thought they did the whole movie wrong. And they got the characters so wrong. But some of the like concepts were interesting as a way to take a look at who Superman is. Sure. Yep. And I think this plays into it some more. That's it. Okay. This means something. It's all some people have. It's all that gives them hope. So we have Superman flying over a flooded area. But they don't understand. Be their hero, Clark. Be their That's his mom talking and some sort of cult who is worshipping Superman. Which they reference in the other one. Sure. Superman. Again, his mom says. I do like that line. Where his mom says, You don't owe this world a thing. Be who you want to be. There's a Lex Luthor with a lot of hair. Lots of hair. Like, excessively hairy. Zod. Zod. Which, so. Some I read somewhere that someone said this portion here has a reference to Robin. Oh, pause there. All right. So what does this Joke's say on his? On you. So that is very much the Joker, obviously. Yep. So it's the Batman suit um, with green, with neon greenish yellow uh, sure. spray paint on Aha, it. Jokes on you, Batman. It's... So very much indicating that we're going to see some type of appearance by the Joker, or maybe this is just all we're going to see of the Joker. Could be. But this is them trying to tie this into their bigger world, which I think the I think they're trying to tie this into um, Suicide Squad well, a sure. little bit. Yep, because Batman will be in Suicide Squad so also. I, th- I think which, this is part of that. Which they did release um, Suicide Squad footage, but only if you were at the event. They're not yep. going to release it publicly. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, correct. Because that's still, I think, a year and a half or two years yeah, out. It's got some time. Because even this is a year away. Yep. People are worshipping Superman again for some reason. There's Iron Man, Batman. Unveiling the bat signal. Sure. Probably challenging Superman to a duel. It's going to happen. But make sure you watch. Okay. I don't remember what what point it's in. 
what, what, what did I? What am I? So they they reference back to the death of his parents again. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> there it is. There, that's right. There it Holy is. fuck. There um, it is. Also, Jesus what, fucking Christ. No, and one of the characters in here is uh, the uh, is oh, what's his name? He played the comedian in Watchmen. Um, oh, I don't remember his name. Uh, but he's in this movie, which I didn't realize. So, and Jeremy Irons is uh, Alfred, obviously. Alfred, yeah. Yeah. Before we pull this on, we have seen. My problem with that is we have seen Batman's parents get shot. Like, I don't know how many times... You're upset. How do you think Batman feels? He has to keep (laughs) having it happen. Somebody on YouTube actually has taken the time. I wish I... I, I'll find it for you guys later. But somebody on YouTube has actually taken all the time to do a supercut of every uh, movie, TV show, cartoon... Uh, basically every uh, time we have seen Batman's parents get killed. And it's crazy. It's like 15 different videos all playing at the same time. For the record... If you watched it, you couldn't be that upset by the fact that it happened. I'm not going to watch just, that video. Like, do we really need to see that anymore? We know how Batman became Batman. But this is but a new Batman. Maybe it, Okay, but... No, we know how Harry Batman Dean Stanton, that's the guy's name anyway. Uh, oh, or Jeffrey okay. Dean Stanton. Um, but anyway, the uh, if they do it right, if they do it as, you know... Maybe they do it as like a quick flashback thing. Well, they also know. it also seems like they're they're kind of recreating Batman itself. It's they a are. New, it, so that I think it's being done differently. They kind of want to reference that. All right. So we got okay. about another minute yeah. here. So okay. let's, let's, let's let's hit play. There's uh, Lois Lane, Batman, Wonder Woman. Yep. Good to see her. Uh, Batman fighting a bunch of people. Okay. There's Harry Lex Luthor again. Black and blue. Uh, God versus man. Day versus night. The red capes are coming. What what did he say? The red capes are coming. Because we're referencing both of them. Well, and he's referencing the old, you know, the red coats are coming, the red coats are coming. Yep. And then it ends with a, with what I think is actually an amazing scene of Batman ripping or of Superman landing on the Batmobile, ripping the open the open, yeah. top of the Batmobile, mm-hmm. and just standing there and having Batman look up at him and stand up and stare at him straight in the eye. So this trailer looks so much better than it gives the previous hope to this one. movie before that I we weren't <laughs> we weren't sure that it would. Now. Do I have a lot of hope for this movie? No, because it's still the same team that did Man of Steel, and which I that hated movie that movie so much. It's not even that you don't like it; it's you. Hate I it. actually hate that movie. I have like trouble if, watching that movie. If that movie was a living thing, you would have killed it repeatedly by now. It would be in a. It would be somewhere I in have. a basement in a well, being it's like begging movie. for food. It's not a good movie. It is not. I'll a good see movie. and I'll comment next time. Um. So, I have hope for this movie. Based on this trailer, not yes. a lot, but I do have more some than you hope. had before. More than I have before, sure. because it looks like they're going to do the confrontation between Superman and Batman right. So the one thing I'm scared about is that they are cramming a whole lot into this first movie. We've that got Batman, still... we've got Superman, we've got Joker, we've got Lex Luthor, we've got Wonder Woman, we've got Aquaman, and they've they're rumored, anyways, that we're also going to get um, who's the robot guy? 
They don't have a robot guy. Uh, oh, Cyborg. Cyborg. We, there's rumors of him being in the movie, too. I, I so kept thinking like, the vision. Is, I'm like, I will this... say, this needs to be a long movie. So, like, we've got all these characters, like, in the very first movie. It seems like a lot. It, it's, it seems like an awful lot, and which is one of the reasons why I'm not sure if they're going to be able to handle it right because of how they handled Man of Steel. Part of it could be, though, that the reason why it seems like a lot is because in the trailer they want you to be aware of that there are a lot of pieces to this. So, like, the scene with Wonder Woman... Uh, you know, it, it goes kind of back to that uh, uh, Superman kind of washed out color look. Like, like there's some type of fight or conflict that's happening, and yep. you see like this big electrical explosion. Uh, whether it's regarding Wonder Woman or somebody else, sure, or, we don't, you know, we, we don't, don't know. know. Yep, we don't know. Um, but if you haven't had a chance to see this trailer, definitely go out and watch this trailer. Um, you know, let us know what you think too. You can tweet us now um, at was it at Tuesday's Movies. It's uh um, yeah I believe it's at it's at Tuesday's movies on Twitter because there's there's space yep. problems with going longer than that. So let us know what you think, um, what you think about the movie, or the trailer for this movie. Also let us know what you think about you know the other stuff we've discussed here today. A couple other trailers you should check out if you haven't. The Ash versus Evil Dead is fantastic. Just that saw trailer. that got released earlier today too. Oh, I love that trailer. I'm in love with that. And then the new Walking Dead trailers uh, for next year, the, or next season is the season. Also. Was it season seven? Uh, we're into season six now. Or season six for the Walking Dead. The promo trailer does look amazing. Yeah. So I gotta get caught up in that show. I'm a few back. And then so. there's also a uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes uh, three-minute cut of uh, the new Star Wars movie, where they're showing behind-the-scenes stuff. That was pretty impressive. Yep. So a lot, a lot of stuff came out this weekend. Very true. Very so, true. But yeah, uh, let us know what you what you think. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, which uh, is still the Four Geeks in a Microphone Facebook page. Let us know what you think about us there. Tweet us at Tuesday's Movies. At Tuesday's Movies. Yep. Um, you can always look it up too. The actual name, you know, it's Tuesdays with movies, but yeah. <laughs> um, or um, you know, but let us know what you think. Let us know if there's a movie you want us to watch that's coming out that you want to know our opinion on, or if you have any questions for our. We'll for see us. it. We, it's not like we don't see movies. Like we're. Chances are, we're yeah. probably already scheduled to see it at yes. some point. But if there's something you really want to let, you know, you really want us to see, let us know. Um, the next movie we're seeing is, is Minions. Is Minions. Minions. We'll be seeing on Tuesday. Oh, and then after that is Ant-Man, right? And then after that is Ant-Man. Ant-Man so, so um, but I think that wraps it up for our very first Tuesdays with Movies podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope to hear from you, and we hope that uh, everybody has fun at the movies. Uh, you can find myself and Moyer on our other podcasts that we do, the Four Geeks in a Microphone podcast, which and we have a large, another large multi-part podcast coming out probably in the next couple of months once we get least, it yeah. put together uh, for zombies. Uh, we're working on getting that put together. And then and Rob doesn't believe in Facebook, so do you want to give out your Twitter handle? Yeah, my Twitter is at the Sportsman. Because I do some uh, freelance uh, sports blogging for like the Timberwolves and and other sites. So if you're looking to talk sports, you can hit me up on there, or hit me up about movies on there as well. And that's at the Sportsman, and that's on Twitter. And that's M A N or M E N? It's M I N N. It's a play on sports ah. in Minnesota. There you go. So. Well, thank you very much, and we hope you guys have a good day. Okay, let me hit record now.